is this giant underwater volcano covered in eggs? What happened to this person's liver? What's the latest in emoji trends? Could you get paid to visit state fairs? Get the answers to these questions and more on this episode of Knickknack News, a news podcast featuring exciting tech breakthroughs, scientific discoveries, and fun, uplifting news stories without the political drama. I'm Alex. And I'm Anthony. And my first story this week is Volcano News. This is from Live Science. And the headline is, Scientists discover ancient underwater volcano is still active and covered in up to a million giant eggs. I need to know more. And they're chicken eggs. No. <laughs> they're chicken eggs. <laughs> giant What's underwater chickens. <laughs> um, no, that's not what they are. But uh, so researchers were exploring an ancient underwater, vo- underwater volcano off the Pacific coast of Canada, and they discovered that it is still active um, and covered in thousands of giant eggs, like the headline said exactly that. Uh, before the expedition, the team thought the volcano was extinct and that the waters around it would be cold, but they uh, found the underwater mountain, which rises 3,600 feet above the seafloor. Uh, they found it spouting warm water and encrusted with deep-sea corals. So it's like actually a warm environment, and it's like covered in coral. Okay. Even though it's like very deep in the ocean. Uh, so the hot mineral rich fluid around it keeps the surrounding waters warm and provides ideal conditions for some marine creatures, uh, to survive in the deep sea. They said they were even more surprised to see a Pacific white skate swimming around the coral and laying eggs on the summit nearly a mile beneath the surface. Um, are you familiar with what a skate is is in marine biology? I have, I've heard that term before, but I don't remember right now what it is. Yeah, they're they're very similar to like a ray, like a stingray type creature, and they actually look a lot like them. They're related to sharks as well. Like okay. they're all in the same kind of family. But okay. Basically, just picture like a giant white uh, stingray, but it's not. It doesn't sting. Okay. So I think more people have heard of stingrays. Um, so the only previous finding of a Pacific white skate nursery was in the Galapagos and was on the order of like a dozen or so eggs. Like it was oh. not that many eggs. Um, this one they found is many times the size of that. Uh, the researchers estimated it was somewhere between a hundred thousand and a million eggs, which is a pretty wide range. But like, but like, basically, the summit of this underwater volcano was just like covered in these things. And each wow. of these, each one of these eggs is about one and a half feet across. Oh wow! They're very large. Yeah. Um, uh, they said Pacific white skates are rare sea, uh, sea creatures related to sharks and rays, uh, and they are among the deepest dwelling species of skate, inhabiting depths between 2,600 and 9,500 feet off of the west coast of North and Central America. So they can get really, really deep in the ocean. Um, and they said adult females, which can grow to be up to six and a half feet long, um, though that's including their long tail. So it's like... I don't know how much of their body is like that length, but it's it's still a very large creature. Yeah. Um, and they lay rectangular eggs, which are known as mermaid purses because they look like little bags. <laughs> <laughs> They're basically like these. They That's look amazing. they look a little bit like a big like black ravioli almost. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen a shark egg. Um, I don't think I have. They're very unusual. Like some some sharks lay like corkscrew shaped eggs that are like a similar con- like. That's looking material to these, but like they just look very, you can, sometimes you find them like washed up on the beach and they, they're very strange looking objects. Hmm. They look unnatural. It's very, they're very weird. Hmm. Um, 
Uh, and yeah, the article also said it takes four years for the young to develop. Like once the egg has been laid, it takes four years before it's like naturally hatches. Wow. Um, so, but they hypothesize that the warm water around this volcano speeds up the gestation period of the eggs, resulting in more successful juveniles. So like by having them by a warm source, like they might actually incubate faster, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. But yeah, giant underwater skate, I was about to say skate park, skate, <laughs> skate nursery. <laughs> it's a different oh. kind of skate park, really. Um, yeah, underwater That's volcano that they didn't realize was still active and fascinating. had a rare creature. And also, it. I don't know why, but just the that one scene, the scene from Alien where they find all the eggs just <laughs> popped into my mind, too, because those kind of look like that, too. Yeah, when they how they describe them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which I don't know why that's where my mind went, but I'm like, there's some weird similarities. They do kind of look like alien egg sacs, I will say. But the, the eggs are strange. Things that kind of look like <laughs> stingrays will come out of the eggs. It's like, hmm. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that, that's what inspired that. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. No, that's really, really cool, though. My first story is surgery news. This is from medicine.wustl.edu. Okay. <laughs> um, and the headline is, First Robotic Liver Transplant in the U.S. Performed by Washington University Surgeons. Okay, cool. Yes, they did a whole liver transplant. Into a robot. Ro- they, yes. <laughs> no, They that's gave not a it. robot a human they liver. Gave a ro- <laughs> they gave a robot a human liver. <laughs> and that robot... Is the robot human now? Does it, if it has a human organ, is it human? That's the question. I don't know. Is everyone with a pacemaker a robot? It's a good question. Philosophy Corner. Anyway, we're not going to, we're actually not, we're not going to Philosophy Corner. We're not right visiting now. Philosophy Corner right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, a surgical team from Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis recently performed the first ever robotic liver transplant in the United States. The successful transplant accomplished recently at Barnes Jewish Hospital extends to liver transplants the advantages of minimally invasive robotic surgery, meaning a smaller incision resulting in less pain and faster recoveries, plus the precision needed to perform one of the most challenging abdominal procedures. Because robotic surgeries require smaller incisions to, in order to be like performed. So. Mm-hmm. Because like the they're better for the surgeon doesn't have to like literally get their hands inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like a smaller like metal robotic arm or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's interesting though. Like I thought the liver itself was quite large, but I guess you can kind of. Well, they explained that they did <laughs> have to. <laughs> I don't know. I just like picture and I'm just like no. Ah. They, they did actually. This was further on in my notes. They did actually have to do one. There were a. Um, well, okay, I'll get there. I'll get okay. to that. I don't know. That's in my notes somewhere. I'll explain that. So the patient um, was a man in his 60s and needed the transplant because of liver cancer and cirrhosis. And the patient's doing well and has resumed normal daily activities at this point. Um, typically, liver transplant recipients require at least six weeks before they can walk without any discomfort. Um, but this person was not only walking easily within one month, um, or four weeks after the surgery, but also was cleared to resume golfing and swimming. All right. So they're doing good. According to one of the doctors involved, liver transplantation is one of the most complex abdominal operations, which I 
totally believe, and heavily relies on a specialized team for good outcomes. And that would be, they didn't say this in the article, but just like knowing what I know about liver anatomy, it's like, I don't even know how liver transplants are even like possible to be done, to be honest. Like, it's incredible that they can even do that at all. Right. (laughs) Let alone like. The sheer number of things you probably have to like make sure reconnect. Connect to it. it Yeah. It doesn't even seem feasible. It's. I guess that's it's what pretty robots complicated. Are um, but yeah, I just I think it's really cool that they're they I don't know can do it with a robot now. Um, there's been a push by transplant surgeons to shift this particular procedure to one that is more minimal, minimally invasive um, with smaller incisions because, like I mentioned, that results in less pain for the patient and faster recovery. Mm-hmm. Yet most transplant surgeries in general have been thought to be too complicated for minim- minimally invasive approaches. Um, and these ones obviously are like particularly challenging. So I think that there was like people in the community thinking like this can't really be done this way, but it can because they just showed that it can be done. <laughs> never <laughs> um, say never. So yeah. And then they had some background on like what robotic surgery actually means, but it, it's basically like the surgeon maintains complete control of the robot's tools and everything that it's doing. Like they're usually like literally right next to the patient, just using these like joystick like controls and super high res cameras of like what is going on and Mm -hmm. they can actually perform some like super precise like movements and operational things that it's actually sometimes harder to do by hand depending on what it is so i could imagine that 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 actually makes a lot of sense yeah because they're they're like you know the way i think about it is like you never have to worry about like oh your hand shook or something right you're 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 never gonna like overshoot something or like yeah yeah you have very exactly. fine control over. over you have what like you're doing. super, super fine, precise control over what's and happening. There's like safety basically built into that by virtue of the fact that like it probably can't go faster than like a certain right like speed. Right. I so yeah, super interesting. Yeah. Um, I think anyway. Um, <laughs> so this transplant took over just over eight hours. So it's eight hour surgery. Um, but this article said that future, like in the future, that probably would be even faster. Like as OR teams gain experience with this like technique. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they mentioned that actually a team in South Korea did the first robotic liver transplant in the world that happened in 2021. So it was a couple of years ago, but that surgery, they only did half a liver. It wasn't like the whole thing. Oh, okay. Um, so it doesn't count. So, so, it, doesn't, so it doesn't count. So this, this, this team was supposedly the first that did a, a transplant of like the entire organ yeah. um, in this, with this method. But I guess I, Maybe I didn't have, maybe I just read this in the article and I didn't have this in my notes about the incision. So they, in, in the article, it said that they, they did have to make one incision that was like a little bit bigger than the other ones just for the like, take the organ out, put the new organ in right. portion of it. But then the actual like sewing stuff together was done through these like little mm-hmm. cuts. Kind of like how they do a laparoscopic surgery, right? Like, Probably Because they can, they can make a really small incision and then kind of like just work. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, That's pretty cool. Like overall, definitely less, um, right. less invasive. Yeah, but like you got to make, you, you have to make you a have hole to be big able enough to fit for the liver yeah, to fit. Exactly. And the liver, <laughs> the liver is a pretty large organ. So. Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. So anyway, I thought that was cool. I, I don't know. I like hearing about stuff like this. Like technology in medicine is my is my jam. So mm-hmm. love very, it. Very cool. My next story is emoji news. <laughs> I also had emoji news last week, but this is this is a more traditional emoji news in that we are getting some new emojis okay. that are coming in uh, 
probably the end of this year into the beginning of next year, depending on when the different providers like actually implement them. Um, but yeah, so this year we are getting a lime, a head shaking vertically, and a phoenix bird. Those are three of the uh, emoji amongst the draft emoji candidates up for approval by Unicode this September. Okay. Uh, Unicode is the group that like defines like these character patterns basically and like says like this is a this is an official emoji and like then the different people like different people different companies like Microsoft and Google and Apple go and like implement them according to the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in addition to, well, I'll get to those as well but so the full list of like the brand new emoji uh we have a lime to go with the previously existing lemon it's kind of weird that we didn't have a lime i, I actually you said that and i was like wait there wasn't a lime? there wasn't a lime we um, need a lime how there, is there a lemon and not a lime I, I don't know i feel like i would use a lime more often same though i don't know if i've ever used the lemon uh anyway uh there's a brown mushroom because right now the only mushroom that we have is like red with like white spots and looks like a poisonous mushroom basically. And it's like a cartoony mushroom. It's, yeah, it looks very cartoony. A brown one would look more like just like a typical one that you would eat, um, which I think is the the goal. Yeah. Uh, there's a broken chain. We have a, an intact chain currently, but a broken chain. Okay. See some some creative uses for that one. Yeah. Uh, the phoenix, like I mentioned, uh, head shaking vertically and horizontally. So you get a nod and a and a head shake, I guess. Okay. Um which is which is an interesting one. The, the article pointed out like those gestures have different meanings in different countries. So oh. like there's a potential for some confusion there because like obviously in the US and I think a lot of like English speaking or like even like the romantic languages like speaking countries like nodding is a yes and shaking your head is a no but apparently in like uh Bulgaria I think was the example they gave like shaking your head no would be a yes in Bulgaria really yeah so it's like the exact opposite so be very careful Ooh. where you're shaking your head i guess okay good to know because um, you could confuse some people um and there's also going to be silhouette representations of four sizes of family i'll show you what those what that means but basically like they i think right now they have emojis that's like a silhouette of a person on like a square like i don't know if you've ever used it or if anybody's ever used it but <laughs> they're going to add versions of that that have I'll show you. With okay. That. But okay. That's, so that's 10 brand new emoji that are coming. Um, additionally, the list contains directional versions of existing people emoji, uh, specifically right-facing, walking, running, and kneeling people, as well as the three different emoji representing people with disabilities. Um, there's like a person with a cane and two types of wheelchairs. Um, so those will all, like currently, they all face left as part of the specification, and okay. they're adding versions that face to the right. <laughs> So. Is that really necessary? Like, I mean, if you're conveying a story where two people are walking towards each other, okay, how are right. you going to tell your story, Fair. Alex? Huh? You're right. I'm, I'm too. Li- I'm too close-minded. Yeah, I'm too close-minded. People no. don't only work at, People don't only walk in one direction. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, and those with gender and skin tone variants included would be a total of 108 additional emoji in addition to those like 10. Wow. Brand new ones, so that's 118 uh, draft emoji candidates for uh, emoji standard 15.1. Um, and these are just some mock-ups of what they might look like. Uh, this is from Emojipedia. I don't know if I actually said that. Um, but that's like 
they're a website that like keeps track of all the different emoji and like how different vendors display them and they always have like news. I think they're like an official product of like the Unicode consortium. Mm. Okay. Um but they like kind of guess what these would look like. I was wondering how they were going to do the head shaking ones. Yeah, so I mean and these are just suggestions. These right, aren't right. like uh, these aren't final by any means and like technically these are draft candidates and they could change but that hasn't happened apparently since like 2019. Oh, okay. Now <laughs> that I see those silhouette ones, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, so there's like a current there's currently like I think a one person and maybe also a two people like silhouette thing, but now there's ones that include like smaller people to represent kids and like there's like two adults and one kid, one adult and two kids, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, I think of these, the the nodding and head shaking ones could see some see some use for sure. Yeah, um, I think so. And the lime, maybe. Yeah, I think, th- yeah, the nodding and the head shaking and the lime, I agree, would be. And maybe the broken chain, we'll see. Not for me, maybe, but I could see that getting some, yeah. getting some traction. Yeah. And who knows, they could all, like, I feel like sometimes emoji just, like, get new meanings entirely once they're introduced into the public. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's a toss-up. It's like a wild card thing. Like, you never know mm. when that will happen or for which emoji that will happen for. So Yeah, you never know when, when an emoji is going to get its its time in the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> they're just going to keep throwing options in there and yep. hope people use them, I guess. But yeah. there's, like, too many to use now. I mean, That's the thing, too, is, like... like at a certain point, like you run out of things that are like common enough to justify having emoji for, but like I think know. that I could see them just continuing to just add food like for years, like different foods. Oh yeah, like, there's so much like <laughs> but, they're never gonna have all of the food, that's for sure. In terms of like facial expressions or those types of things, I think they're pro- they have it pretty well covered right now. I mean Yeah, I don't know how many more I could possibly use. I mean, we have like we have the smiling with a single tear rolling down your cheek emoji at this point. Like that's all I need. <laughs> yeah, that filled a gap. We're good. It filled a gap that, and now and now we're good. And now we're getting nodding and head shaking, and mm-hmm. I think those will be very useful. Um, mm-hmm. I just I don't know. To be fair, they keep surprising me with things that I didn't realize I needed. And yeah, that's that's fair. That's I'll, fair. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for now. I'm I'm still excited to see what they do come up with. And yeah, yeah, it's always exciting. To it see. is. It is always exciting. <laughs> emoji are fun. They are. My next story is strange job news. This is from travelandleisure.com. Oh. I'm just going to do this whole time. No. <laughs> <laughs> this week in strange job postings brought to you by Knickknack News. This headline is... <laughs> you know, the, the segment we do every week. <laughs> you know, the segment we do... Once a quarter, I don't yeah. know something like it's that. It's definitely happened before. I feel like it's been. A, I feel like it's actually been a while since we've had it a, has weird, been a, a while. weird job, and I'm I'm excited. To hear but it. they used we used to do it more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the headline is: Get paid fifteen thousand dollars to visit state fairs with your family this summer. Here's how. Okay. American by Wyndham Hotels is seeking one family to travel to up to three state fairs in the Midwest over the course of a week and share their tips on social media as they go, uh, the hotel group shared with Travel and Leisure. The lucky family will then be paid $15,000 to do this. Okay. I was When you first said 15000 I was like, well, if they want me to work the entire summer for $15,000, like, mm, that's, yeah, a, that's it's a little like a few iffy. Days. A week? I'm 
I'm there. Yeah. Sign me up. Also, I should I should say that the the $15,000 10,000 of those dollars are for covering like travel and stuff. Oh, boo. So it's not actually <laughs> like you're not getting 15 grand in cash. Fine. But 5,000 5, of it is in, in cash. A week is still also a very <laughs> Yeah, that that part that's actually money, that's yeah. what you're getting. That's the the Yeah. the fees part. <laughs> um Okay, so uh, this is a quote from Clem Bence, the vice Wait, president. Wait, sorry. You're going to have to run that one by me again. Clem, Clem Bence? I, I, was, I was hoping you would also find his name funny because I was like, I don't know why but this name is funny. I was just going to go past it. Okay. Clem Bence. Yes. That is. We haven't had a good Clem, name in a while either. Clem. <laughs> wow. I cannot remember the last time I encountered anyone with the name Clem. I feel like it's something that I read in books and things. I've but. seen one character in a video game with the name Clem. And they were insane. So. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but I don't want to disparage the character of this Clem. Okay, I'm sorry, Clem. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, it's just it's just you, that it near it's a it's a slant rhyme with the last name too. I think that's also yeah. doing a lot of lifting here. Clem Benz. Clem Benz. Clem Ben. Clem Benz. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Clem Benz is the vice president and brand leader of American by Wyndham. This is the quote. Oh, it's is it spelled like Americ and then in? It is. Okay. I was like, like, you're saying it you're saying it in a way that suggested it wasn't just American. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what that's why I was saying it weird. I'm sorry. I should have clarified. It's <laughs> like, the, is she is that on purpose? Or like why is she saying like, American? Now I'm trying weird. to think back. It's like, have I heard Alex say American before? <laughs> and this is the way that she just said it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep going on tangents. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so it's spelled. It's spelled like <laughs> instead of the a n at the end of the word American. There's the I word n, in i n n, and the i is capitalized. Gotcha. So it's yeah, like no. Americ and then in, capital yeah. i n n. No American. Knowing that the way you're saying it makes complete sense. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I should have clarified that though. I was. I was trying to just like read it how it was yeah. spelled, but. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten to the quote yet. <laughs> this is Clem Benz, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. Just like it's all about family-friendly fun at the fairground, guests count on American hotels to connect them to memorable experiences across the heartland and beyond. <laughs> he was like vaguely British and or Irish. <laughs> Which is a, it's just an interesting choice to have somebody leading a brand called American. I don't know what the accent was. It's just what came out. Yeah. This is what you what gotta happened. let the you just sometimes you just let the art happen, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, to enter this contest, your family must submit a three hundred word minimum written entry with a family photo. Uh, homework. There's homework. Yeah. Or, or a 60-second video application online. Oh, that sounds much easier. Showing why you are the ideal candidates for the role while showcasing your family flair. Oh. I'm like, oh, no. no. And, so, and social media savviness. Huh. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't like this. That. 
Each family also needs to provide social media handles. Like, I feel like they're going to, like, judge you on, like, your online presence. Oh, then I'm, yeah, never mind. Which this isn't for I me. I don't qualify then, but. <laughs> I haven't posted on I'm like, we, we, we live in the Midwest. In like yeah. <laughs> um, the winning family will receive, this is kind of what I mentioned before, a seven-night stay at American Hotels. <laughs> I'm just going to say it weird. I'm going to continue. Um, so set for seven nights. $10,000 travel stipend to cover airfare, ground transportation, and any other expenses that arise during the trip itself. $5,000 in cash, mm-hmm. Wyndham Rewards Diamond Level membership, Oh, and a suitcase full of swag. Okay. They didn't mention know. the swag before. Yeah. I don't know what the swag is, but it's yeah. a whole suitcase full of it. And being a diamond member of anything, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. And you probably get to keep the suitcase. Also true. <laughs> That's actually exciting too. Yeah. I just realized that. For a week of work, this is a pretty this <laughs> so, is a pretty sweet gig. And also making a 60-second video which hopefully shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Um it, there are no are no rec- like requirements or any rec- anything about like what your family has to look like or how many people or anything like that. Yeah. It just says your family. So So I can That's just be pretty like, open. That's I just have my cat enter. You could. It's like yeah, because he's his own family. <laughs> just, just your cat, just not even cat. you and oh, your yeah, cat. Oh yeah, no, not me. Just, my cat, just my cat. <laughs> just your cat. <laughs> you need to do that. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> just a sixty-second video of my cat just staring into the camera, and then and then and there's a link to your cat's Instagram, which is nothing, <laughs> which is just like the same video. <laughs> um, so submissions are due by July 25th. So there's only like, well, when we release this, it'll be like four days. So. If you're listening to this, you don't have a ton of time, but you have some. You have a few days. You could do it. Okay, yeah. And the winner will be notified August or the week of August second. So, yeah, and then you go to the state fairs in August. Okay. And you have to like post about it on social media, and it says also the winning family will be expected to contribute to the future American Best of the Midwest Fair Guide. I don't know what it's gonna be some type of hmm. magazine or something they make or something. Okay. They just keep adding more work to this and I'm just like getting less and less <laughs> yeah. interested. The, you're like, I don't want to have to earn. I also kind of forgot I have to go to fairs and I just <laughs> you don't, you don't like that part? Eh. They just pay for everything. You just go and just Maybe eat whatever. One, but three sounds like that sounds like work. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is it's a lot of people and a lot of Yeah. Dirt. Yelling. I was <laughs> <laughs> not in a bad way. Just like people are on rides, they're yeah. screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not just people standing and screaming for no reason. Yeah. I feel like it depends which fairs it is. Like they're gonna tell you. Like like certain ones I think are better than other ones. So. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I'd be interested. I can't do this this year because I'm not available. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but, sorry, American. Cool. Sorry, Clem. Sorry, Clem. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday, and as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. If you want to share a story about Clem Bentz or anything else, you can send us an email at knickknacknews at gmail.com. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.